Hello and welcome. I'm Camille and this is the Everyday Budget Podcast, a weekly meeting spot to feel encouraged, motivated, and inspired while paying off debt. We will be interviewing individuals who are swimming through the trenches of debt with you, covering big topics with clear takeaways for this season in your life. Whether you're stealing a few minutes commuting to work or starting your day, thank you for being here. And if your heart so leads, please leave a review and share with your friends. Now let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Everyday Budget Podcast. Thank you wherever you are for tuning in. I'm so excited to share this week's episode with you. We are talking with Chelsea over at the Debt Free Weirdos over on Instagram. And I was so excited when she agreed to come on to my podcast because she is someone I have have admired from a distance for a very long time in the debt-free community. She's such an inspiration. She is a mom of three. She is a nurse and her husband is an occupational therapist and together they have been tackling over $200,000 in debt. And I love watching her budget and she shares everything with everyone. (laughs) Like it's so awesome seeing her go through this journey of learning how to budget and finance and she shares all of the ups and downs along the way and in this week's episode she talks about overcoming setbacks and practicing grace and how to avoid that burnout while paying off debt especially when you are in it for the long haul which she has been and she is such an inspiration and she shares so much that we can take and apply into our lives so I hope you enjoy this week's episode with Chelsea over at the debt-free weirdos Hey, it's Chelsea. Oh, hi. How hi. are you? Good. How are you? It's nice to yeah. talk to you. You too. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation to come on and chat with me. I'm seriously so excited to talk to you. I know. Me too. <laughs> I haven't done a podcast for a long time, so I'm excited too. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you have been on a podcast before. I know a couple of people I've talked to have never done it before, so they were little scared to to do it so yeah you've got some it can be nerve-wracking at first for sure (laughs) yes absolutely um so if you wouldn't mind just starting us off here with telling us a little bit about yourself what you do your family dynamic and really just anything that kind of makes you you (laughs) okay sure well um so my husband and I, we have three kids and we basically found ourselves just wanting to have a complete like financial makeover in 2017. We just, um, you know, we were kind of like living above our means and we had just so much debt. We didn't even really know our debt total. Um, Ended up hearing about Dave Ramsey through a friend on Facebook Mm -hmm. and um, through our church, we ended up going through Financial Peace University and that kind of started our whole entire like debt-free journey. Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of, that was kind of our like initial inspiration for paying off debt. Um, We have three little kids and just to, I can kind of tell you like our debt total, um, we, I'm a nurse and my husband is an occupational therapist. So he has a master's degree Mm -hmm. and we started out with, um, like $246,000 worth of debt and that does not include our mortgage. So our breakdown with that, um, our student loans were right about 190. We had just a little bit of medical bills and we had, um, two cars, which was 26,000 in debt. And then we had credit cards totaling, 30, a little over 30,000. And so that kind of added up to 246,000. And 
that's just kind of where we started. You know, we started back in September of 2017. And then I kind of started to document our, you know, debt-free journey on Instagram as like a desperate way to connect with people Mm -hmm. that might kind of feel how I was feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, for support. Oh, I love that. You know, I, I too, that was kind of my first, I never took financial peace university, but I did read Dave Ramsey's book. It totally slipped my mind what it's called. Oh yeah. The total money. Makeover. Yes. Money makeover. But, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I can agree. It was for me, it was, I started it and it was hard when you felt like nobody else around you really understood and what you were doing. And I noticed for me, when I started kind of documenting things on Instagram, I really started feeling support and like I was getting, getting somewhere because I was actually sticking to what I would say because there was some accountability from people. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you I felt that way when you started, mm-hmm. but I know for yeah, me that I made. Completely agree. I feel like, you know, you're really doing something that's, it truly is really weird. You yeah. know, you're taking the path that's less traveled. I mean, although a lot of our like family and friends kind of know what we're doing, they don't know it like someone else that's actually gone through it or that's currently going through it. Yeah. And you do need that support because it's really hard. You're kind of constantly making decisions that are going to help support your debt-free journey. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's just a constantly making you know, I not, I don't want to say the right decision, but you have to just constantly stay committed when kind of everyone else around you might not be making that same decision. It gets challenging. And so it's really nice to surround yourself with people that have that same like like-minded um, goal. Oh, absolutely. And it wasn't too long ago. I feel like the debt-free community, like hashtag really kind of started sparking up. Like I want to say within the last five years, yeah, yeah. I think Amanda, um, who was debt free and sunny CA, yeah. um, I think she kind of started that hashtag and um kind of the original people like voted on it and everything about like what their hashtag could be, which is really cool that yeah. the community really started from just, you know, a handful of people and now it has like thousands of people that, um, you know, that are involved and participating in it every day, which I think is just so cool. Oh, so cool. And I love it because I, like, I just am so, I get so excited when people who don't understand why they're in debt or how they got into debt and they're starting to have this wake up call. And I feel like it's really starting to make headway and change this next generation and how they just view money in general. And that makes me excited because I really want better for my kids. And I'm hoping that, you know, they'll be surrounded by people also who are now kind of a little bit more financially illiterate, no, financial, trying to say financial literacy and financial literacy. (laughs) Hopefully you get what I'm saying. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I completely agree. I think that, you know, in our generation, I know at least for myself, it was kind of like viewing student debt as like a good kind of debt, like yes. student loans were like a good kind of debt, you know, because you're funding your future, you're funding your dream career, you're funding your, you know, your future salary. And that just couldn't be farther from how I feel today. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so, yes. That's so true. You know, I think it's great that we can bring awareness and education, you know, 
to, to the age where you're making those decisions, you know, mm-hmm. if I could go back in time, you know, things I would do differently in order to still get where I am today, I think I would have still been here, but I would have taken some different steps mm-hmm. and you're right. Like, that's great that we can, um, help our kids, um, just be more aware of their options and, you know, just kind of, um, the, like the, um, what am I trying to say? Just be aware of, I guess, the repercussions of taking out student loans. Yeah. Oh, it's so true because I mean, I, I mean, we've had our student loans for way too many years, to be honest, like almost 10 years now. And, uh, it was kind of one of those things that I was, it was the only way I knew how to go to university was to get a student loan. I was never really told there was another way, you know, people, Mm -hmm. but then once I graduated, I met people that were like, Oh, I just worked and paid for school as I went. I'm like, that was a thing. You could do that. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. I I felt the same way. I just kind of felt like it was such a large expense that like, how else, how else could you do that? You know, unless your parents were funding it, what are the, really the other options? You know, I just didn't really, I didn't really have that presented either. That information. Well, and I think a lot of people don't because I mean, with pandemic being such a hot topic with COVID and everything, but I really do think student loans is at a pandemic peak. I'm not like a hundred percent sure what it's like in the States. Um, but in Canada here, like I know the average student loan debt for someone at the age of 21 is already like in the 30,000s. And it's like, oh, that's wow. insane that you don't even like you have that much student debt and you have, you're not even legal in the U S yet to drink. <laughs> wow. That's it's exactly right. So I know I, yes. I really do like the student loans. That's that's a sensitive topic. And I really hope that there is more. I mean, you're you're making a great um, influence and presence on Instagram with that. So I think there's lots of people out there that are working towards, you know, educating better on how to go to school and do it with little to no student loans. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Well, what are some of the challenges that you have overcome on your debt free journey? Um, I would say, let's see. I mean, I would say that, you know, we've been, so we've been about three and a half years so far. We've paid off, um, like 180,000 so far. So we were kind of in the home stretch. We have like 67,000 left to go. Oh, that is amazing. It's it's just, it's very exhausting because it's so up and down, you Mm -hmm. know? And so I feel like as far as challenges go, we've had so many things happen that kind of would force us to either like pause our debt snowball or just take away from our debt snowball um, or things that happen maybe where we couldn't work and, you know, just our journey really, you really have to like just um, kind of be easy with yourself and give yourself grace and just know that, you know, you need to look at the big picture when you're paying off debt. Hmm. rather than focus so much on every little thing you just need to look at the big picture I think that like consistency is key you know Hmm. and just having that mindset of like long-term change because otherwise I think it would just be really stressful to be honest you know Hmm. because you'll just be so hard on yourself but I would say the biggest challenge that comes to mind 
would probably be 2019. I actually um, broke my leg, which was really fun. I've never broken a mm. bone before, but yeah, I fell down the stairs on vacation. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> um, so, and I'm a PRN nurse, mm-hmm. and so I couldn't work for three months. But, oh, no. <laughs> you know, what was really interesting about that situation, though, is that if we hadn't been where we were in our debt-free journey, you know, we probably would have relied on credit cards in a Mm -hmm. situation like that. But because we at least were on a budget, you know, which before, I mean, I think we thought we might've known kind of how to budget, but it wasn't to the point where it was, you know, helping us or, Mm -hmm. you know, we were in control of our finances whatsoever, but we had been kind of already in control for so long and making progress that we were able to live off of one income and we were able to not like add to our debt. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just little challenges like that. I mean, we had like a water leak, just a lot of homeowner Mm -hmm. (laughs) type situations that just really, um, you know, you just have to kind of just keep looking at that big picture that things are going to go up and down, but you will become debt free, you know? And one thing that helped me is really not to focus on, like our debt-free date, but rather just focus on like a month-to-month basis of just doing the best that you can, you know, mm-hmm. with with whatever your circumstances are. Because my, I know from my own experience, like our expenses seem to change so much month-to-month. I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. we have three kids and just, there's just so much variability there. Mm-hmm. So just kind of rolling with the punches, I would say. Oh, that's really great. I like that when like not looking at it day to day, but looking at the whole picture of it. Cause you're right. It can be very emotionally draining and feel defeating on a yeah. day to day basis. Cause you're just like, Oh, I'm still in debt <laughs> every day. Absolutely. So yes. that's actually a really good takeaway is just to look at the big picture and not lose sight of that. Yes. And um, what yeah. were some of the ways that you celebrated along the ways along the way when you would hit those milestones that you'd kind of set for yourself? You know, we, we have cut back on so many things, especially in the beginning, um, just trying to get like a debt snowball rolling and stuff like that. And so one thing that we did is we just try to focus on like one debt at a time rather than looking at the whole mountain of debt. I mean, I, I don't even know how I could have processed that amount of debt to pay off, you know, Mm -hmm. when we were kind of living paycheck to paycheck. And so I think that we knew that for, for our particular situation, we were looking at way longer than 18 months, Mm -hmm. you know, to get out of debt, we were making less than six figures and we had like $250,000 to pay off. And so one way that we like kept going and kept kept up the momentum is that we've planned like kind of mini trips, you know, throughout our debt-free journey, just like a long weekend, not an expensive vacation, but just something that we could look forward to and just know that we could celebrate, you know, the work that we are doing and still make memories with our kids along the way. And I know everybody feels completely different about that, which I love. Everybody has a different strategy, you know, to get out of debt, but that's just something that actually kept us in line and kept us on the plan was to look forward to saying like, oh, we have like a four day vacation, you know, or we can just drive to the beach and make it like a frugal time, but we can still have those memories because we're kind of looking at four years or five years of doing this, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I would say like little things we would celebrate, like going out to eat every once in a while or things like that. But um, just small things, just 
you know, however you can make it like meaningful for you. Mm-hmm. I think you should absolutely make sure that you're celebrating all of your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And you're right. When you're in it for the long haul and you know, it's not going to be a quick, you know, 12 to 18 month, you know, I'm debt free. You really do have to do those mini. So like, I like that, that you did mini vacations along the way. This is something my husband and I are like never on the same page about because I'm someone who like wants beans and rice and no holidays. And he's like, can we just go to the mountains for the weekend? Like we can budget it in and start saving. Like, I'm like, no, (laughs) I just have a good balance. I I do. I've learned along the ways we need to balance because you're right. Otherwise it really just, you burn out and then you kind of almost backslide because then you want to like binge on doing something if that makes sense absolutely and I actually experienced that myself too I just kind of was pushing myself a little bit too hard mm-hmm. like my husband and I work opposite shifts of each other so that that mm-hmm. way we don't have to worry about like daycare expenses or anything like that yes I totally and feel that <laughs> yes and that's been amazing but it's also really exhausting because mm-hmm. we're kind of like passing each other you know and then like he'll get home and then I'll leave and I'll work until midnight and then we're kind of always tired and I mean it's it's been really you know it's been really challenging and I think just knowing you know just looking at that big picture like I was saying really helps me a lot that just you know so you're not getting burnout because the point of it is you know and and uh yeah, we've been in that situation where I've just kind of deprived ourselves like way too much. And you're right. We have gone like the other way a little bit with spending. And, and so I think finding that balance, I think the first year was really the first six months, especially were really hard. And then we kind of got into the groove a little bit more, but yeah, compromise, because even if you're going through it with a partner, like, you know, you and your husband, for example, you're still going to value money differently. And I think that's Mm -hmm. totally normal. You know, I think that there's kind of a misconception that people think like, oh, we'll go through Financial Peace University and we'll like have no more money arguments and we're going to be on the exact same page. <laughs> and that is so far from the truth. Like I yeah. don't want anyone to think that that's normal, <laughs> you know, because you're always oh, going to kind so of value, good. you yeah. know, you're going to value different, different things and different experiences um, as your partner. That's completely normal mm-hmm. and just like respecting that respecting that has been really helpful for me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. That's exactly it. Um, yeah. I want to backtrack here a little bit because something that you said earlier made me think of this when you were talking about how you take your, you couldn't look at your debt as one big sum. You needed to like break it down into each individual debt. Cause I got this from you where you named your debts after um, Disney character villains. Yes. And yeah. when I saw that, like I, I don't, <laughs> it instantly changed my mood about my debt. Like it really yes. did. Right. I was like, and the fact that after I had done that, what my brother or something named, like asked me how my Ursula debt was coming along. I was like, the <laughs> fact that you knew I named my credit card Ursula just meant the world to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's your cheerleader. That's yeah. Great. Um, but I think that is some like something that you, I haven't really seen anybody else do it. I'm sure other people might do it, but that I found very unique to your page was that you named your debt after villains. And I absolutely loved that. So I just want to say thank you for that. Tip. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
I know. I try to just kind of make light of it because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, paying off debt can be so stressful. I mean, money causes stress and anxiety and just so many problems. And I just want to make light of it a little bit and make it personal because it is mm-hmm. personal, you know, and we love uh, Disney and so we were kind of planning on maybe when we're debt free. Um, of course, this is pre-COVID. I'm not sure what we're going to do now, but maybe like taking a Disney trip, you know, and celebrating or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, I love the Disney villains. So kind of did that a couple of years ago when we were first starting out. And it's been really fun seeing other people do it too. Mm-hmm. So oh, it, I thought I love it. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant on your part. <laughs> um, what are some of the ways that you have overcome discouragement and frustration? I would say that my Instagram is probably the number one way to be completely honest with you is just surrounding yourself with other people that get what you're going through. Because if you're discouraged or frustrated about something along the way, you know, you are going to be able to connect with people that have either either been through that or they're going through that right now, or they have words of encouragement, or they have, you know, a story to tell you. And you can kind of make friends in this community that can kind of lift you up and kind of understand what you're, you know, what you're going through. Because like I was saying, it's just a lot of people in your personal life, they might not get it. And I think that that's okay that they don't get it. Like, I don't think you have to feel like you have to share everything with everybody. I think find those people that can lift you up and, and, and kind of, you know, just that's, that's what I found. I mean, I definitely feel like my Instagram has really kept us on a pace that we probably wouldn't have kept going Mm -hmm. if I didn't have that community um, that I found on there. Absolutely. No, that is so true. And, you know, Instagram, I like that you said you can really make good connections on Instagram when you're on there for yeah, the right reason or a good purpose. I have a yeah. very like love hate relationship with Instagram. I actually deleted my fitness Instagram account because I'm a personal trainer. Um, <laughs> because I found after I had kids, Instagram was a big trigger for me and like comparison and I just it really was not good for me um and so when I created my um debt page or getting out of debt and started following the debt-free community I was really afraid to do it because I was like this is gonna put me on a bad like a bad path on a bad spiral but the people in the debt-free community are so nice like and so encouraging and I've made some really genuine connections on there and so I 100% love that you said the Instagram has been a support for you because if you had told me that a year ago I would have laughed and been like what yeah <laughs> Instagram, I, completely, that's terrible. <laughs> I completely agree with you about about social media so in I think it was January of 2018 I think I'm almost positive um I actually took a break from all of my other social media like Snapchat Facebook, my personal Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of never stopped that break, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Like I just kind of most of my time, if I'm on social media, it's just on like my debt-free account, you know, Mm -hmm. just, and I I feel like that's really helped me feel so much better because you're right. It can be really competitive or you're looking and seeing what other people are doing. And it's, you know, 
it just doesn't always make you feel good, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's really important to recognize um, about social media in general, and especially now with all that, the ads and all of the affiliate links and all of that, just really knowing how you're actually being influenced, I think mm-hmm. is important. For sure. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. And um, so what is a number one tip? And if you have more than one, feel free to share more than one <laughs> that you would give to someone who is starting out on their debt-free journey. Let's see. I, I think I would say my number one tip would be to not feel like you have to do things a certain way, like keep trying different ways until you find something that works for you, especially with the budgeting. So we tried so many different ways of budgeting until we found a way that really worked for us. Like we couldn't get down a zero base budget. We couldn't get down cash envelopes. The paper and pencil wasn't working for us. We had too much going on with two people. You know, we just, we had a really hard time getting that down. And so my number one advice would be like, don't give up until you find it. You know, if you try a different app um, for budgeting, whatever you want to try, just keep trying different things until you find something that works for you and is not time consuming for you. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of what the center of our debt-free journey kind of does revolve around, um, to be honest with you, is is like our budget, mm-hmm. you know, and you can always you know, get better over time. You can always improve in certain areas or, you know, the whole, the whole purpose of, or the whole way to pay off debt is to kind of reduce your expenses and increase your income. And I think a budget is really at the center of that. And so if you're not able to get that down, it's going to be really, really hard to pay off your debt. Like I can give you an example, you know, before we started our debt-free journey, before we really got our budget down and had a plan it's really hard to pay extra money to something. For example, let's say that you have credit card debt right now. You know, it's really hard if you have a bigger paycheck than normal this week to say, let's put it towards the credit card. If you don't have a budget, you don't really know for sure if you might need that extra money for a bill coming up or Mm -hmm. a holiday coming up or Christmas coming up. And so I feel like that's your whole guide to paying off debt because you can just see right there and you can know for sure yes, I'll make a snowflake payment or a snowball payment, or I can put that here and you can allocate your money. So I think that any time you spend trying to get a budget that works for you is well spent. And that's my number one advice. And just Mm -hmm. keep trying things. And there's a lot of different strategies. That's one of my favorite things about Instagram. I mean, everybody has their own strategy. Everybody's doing things differently. Mm -hmm. And take what works for you, you know, look at what everybody's doing and, and take little pieces of that and find what works for you and personalize it for your own situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that so much. That is so excellent. And to put this on the spot, I saw that you have come out with a budget template oh, and I yes. read some reviews that says, it's, say it's very easy and like followable. I know I've had a couple people message me about what I use for mine and I always just respond Excel. So could you let us know a little bit about your budget template for anyone who might listen and might be interested in that? Yeah, absolutely. My friend um, on Instagram, Ray, who's the personal finance coach, we um, kind of created like um, a template using Google Sheets. And so we have an Etsy shop, it's Debt Free Weirdos. Um, but this is something that, you know, people have just 
continuously kind of asked me about, you know, budgeting and it's really Mm -hmm. hard, you know, to kind of answer those questions. And so I just started showing my own and it's a really cool way to, for me to be able to show people exactly what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But, um, so basically it's a dashboard that will track your expenses and your income and it will track your debt snowball and your debt totals like over the year. Um, and so it's a great way to kind of be able to see there's charts and graphs and you can kind of look at your progress and, um, it's similar to Excel, it's Google Sheets, so it'll work on, you know, all your devices and everything like that. But I love using it. We um, kind of tested it out last year, and then we just released it um, at the end of 2020. And so it's been really fun. It's been like a great experience. I love talking about it. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. Okay. I'm not familiar with Google Sheets, so I'll have to look. Well, I will if you send say it's you, like Excel. I will send you one. Yes, I would <laughs> okay. love to send you one when we're done. You can you can let me know what you think. <laughs> oh, awesome! That would be great. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Is there anything else that you kind of wanted to leave us with before you go? Um, let's see. I would just say to anyone out there that has like a high level of debt. I mean, we you know we have $250,000 worth of debt when we started out. And I felt so in denial and so like kind of depressed and sad. And I felt very alone. And I just want to tell you that you are not alone. I just have to tell you how many people reach out to me in the DMS um, on my Instagram account that are in a similar situation and they're trying to, you know, find that connection and they're trying to figure out a way to get started. So just know that you're not alone and it's definitely possible to, um, you know, to get started and it's possible to become debt free. Um, so yeah, just be encouraged is, is I guess what I want to leave anybody out there with. Thank you so much, Chelsea. You gave me goosebumps there. (laughs) Thank you you so much for having me on Camille. It was so great to talk to you. Been great. And could you just let us know where we could find you on Instagram and I can add it to the show notes so everyone can go find you after. Yes. So it's my account is called debt free weirdos on Instagram. And then we also have our Etsy shop debt free weirdos where we have all of our budgeting templates and our dashboard. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I'm really rooting for you to be debt free this year. Thank you. I hope it's your year. Thank you. Well, have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks. You too. (laughs) Bye. Bye bye. All right. Well, that is a wrap with Chelsea. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I could talk endlessly about budgets and money and mindset and perspective when it comes to getting out of debt. And something that I love that Chelsea talks about is trying to make light of your debt as much as possible. Because when you have thousands upon thousands of dollars of debt, it can be very discouraging. And you know, I've seen people name their debt after Disney character villains, which she kind of started, as well as um, their you know, favorite horror films or comedians or anything that they can kind of really attach their debt to to make it lighthearted. So I know that that's helped me a lot. And especially when you're in it for the long haul, you need to do something to make it a little less dreary. Um, Another thing that Chelsea talks about that I absolutely love is not so much focusing on the debt-free date, but focusing it month by month. Because when you're in it for the long haul or two plus years, you really 
need to break it down because it can be overwhelming when you're trying to make something that isn't going to happen for five years happen overnight. Um, So really just taking those steps back and scaling it back and working on those month to month goals is a great way to stay motivated and encouraged while paying off debt. And I think that in the end, joining the debt-free community can be helpful in so many different ways. If you go onto Instagram and you're on a debt-free you know, journey or even just trying to manage your money better, if you follow the hashtag debt-free journey, debt-free community, debt-free goals, you're going to be connected with so many like-minded people. And it's helped me a lot. I'm very skeptical of Instagram, as you heard me talk with Chelsea about that. But I know it's one of the greatest things that I've done in the last year to help propel my debt-free journey is surrounding myself by like-minded people. And I've met some genuinely amazing people through the debt-free community, Chelsea being one of them. So I would encourage you to give that hashtag a follow. And I will leave in the episode show notes where you can find Chelsea and her Etsy shop. So you can take a look at her template for budgeting. It's fantastic. Um, And I'll leave anything else that we talked about in the show notes. If you would like to leave a review, share this with a friend, I would absolutely appreciate it because there are people out there who are struggling with money and they probably are not sharing it. So they might need this boost. So sharing will help reach the audience who needs to hear this the most. Again, thank you so much for listening. And until next week, take care. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that there was at least one positive takeaway for you. If you enjoyed this week's episode, I would love to hear from you. Take a screenshot and tag me over at the Everyday Budget over on Instagram. I would love to hear what you have to say and what your takeaways were. Plus, this helps get this podcast in front of the people who need it the most, who are paying off debt and keeping it in secret with their struggles. We all know talking about money is taboo and we need to all work together to destigmatize the negativity around talking about money in general. Until next time, you guys, take care. Mm-hmm.